to be young, black, male, and cared for. It's episode 20 of For Our Edification. Thank you so much for downloading For Our Edification. I'm Eddie Francis. For Our Edification is brought to you with the support of the Purposeful Philanthropy Foundation. And the podcast is available on Amazon Music, Pandora, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Check out past episodes at eddiefrancis.com slash for our edification. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. And on January 1st, the nonprofit mentoring organization, Son of a Saint, celebrated its 11th anniversary. I can't believe it because I remember when the founder, Vivian Sonny Lee III, had the vision to help these young men. His vision resulted in one of New Orleans' most respected nonprofit organizations, which he leads as the founder and the CEO. Now, in the old Eddie Francis podcast show a few years back, Halima and I had a chat with Sonny about Son of a Saint's work and the road that Sonny personally traveled to change the lives of the young men that his team has served and they continue to serve, which, by the way, was started out as Sonny, maybe someone else involved simply doing what he thought was the right thing for a few young men has grown into a fully functioning nonprofit with a diverse staff of case managers, finance people, mental health specialists, marketing professionals, etc. and and a diverse group of mentees. So we kicked off that conversation a few years ago by asking Sonny about his inspiration for starting Son of a Saint. The views and opinions expressed on for our edification do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the hosts, guests, or any entities with which we are affiliated. My inspiration, uh, well, my father passed when I was three years old, so my, my earliest memory was of him uh, really on the ground uh, as he was he was perishing, and I remember the, the uh, at the funeral the red carpet, um, and then you know growing up with a lot of women in my family and um, all the the mentorship that I got when I was growing up, uh, that was really the foundation of what um, Summer Saint is. Uh, but what kind of inspired it past that was just looking at a lot of the violence uh, or boys in New Orleans that needed some guidance. Uh, so it was a combination of those two things which uh, charged me with developing the team and, and uh, starting, starting to help some kids. You know what? You just said something that I never heard you mention before. Um, so you do have a memory of uh, of your dad when he passed, or when there's yeah, last well, days. Yeah, well, that's the only memory really I have. I don't have like I don't remember you know playing with him or anything like that. I mean, I was at it was actually three days after my third birthday, so wow. um, oh, okay. I just remember a, a lot of noise, and I, I walked down the stairs or crawled out of the and I guess I walked uh, and I remember the light. The, the the light being on and he was he was late he was just laid out there and uh just with his eyes wide open uh trying to catch his breath and um i just remember a lot of chaos i remember my uncle uh he grabbed my sister and i and we went in my, my mother's room and i remember the the hallway you know the ambulance and that's pretty much it um and then like i said i remember the 
uh, at the funeral the the color of the carpet, um, mm. and so that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much what I remember. Um, and then I remember like fifth grade, uh, you know, uh, getting in trouble with the teacher. So I don't know what happened after you know after that, and and then my fifth my uh, I'm sorry when I turned five, I'm sorry my kindergarten. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then it went on from there. So that's really what I remember about my my father. I have a lot of uh, videos of him um, playing football and for the Saints back seventy one to seventy five, and I have maybe two clips of him actually speaking. Uh, so, and this was just in casual conversation with family members at the house. So mm-hmm. those actually too. I mean, you look. Like, I probably probably one minute total of hearing him speak uh that that one minute of him speaking um means the world to me so um yeah that's what i have and you know is um you know for anyone who is a football fan an nfl fan especially a saints fan um your dad uh vivian lee jr or did he go by junior or the second he was he was a junior i'm the third so Okay, so he yes he went by yeah. junior. Okay, so yeah. um, so he's uh, you know it's uh, it was interesting uh, with my being a big Saints fan. I was looking at the Saints fifty uh, photos and the rosters on um, on the website, and so you know I'm going across them, and I'm like, oh man, look look at Sonny's uh, dad right there. So it was, um, it is you know it was very cool to to yeah. connect that face um, with yeah. knowing you. Um, now the coolest thing, it sounds like, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to tell your story for you, but you said that you start, you remember getting in trouble when you were five. So you mentor boys. That's what son of a saint is all about. Do you see some of yourself in those boys? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've had a couple cases this week that reminded me of, um, what I was doing at that age, just the anger I had. And, wow. you know, we primarily, the boys joined between the age of 10 and 13 and they're with us till they're 18. So, you know, that middle school age, I remember sixth, seventh grade, I was, I, I had a whole, I filled with anger uh, and I didn't know where to place it. I actually ran into a buddy of mine at Rodney Snowball stand on the East. That was my first job East of New Orleans. And um, he told me his name was Eric and he said, he said, Sonny, man, I haven't seen in a long time. He said, I just remember you was always mad, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> I was always fighting, you know. I mean, I got kicked out of my seventh grade. I got expelled from two schools for fighting, wow. you know, and this is seventh grade. So it was, you know, I I, I do see a lot of uh, the stuff I was dealing with with our boys. I mean, you know, they're with a lot of women, the teachers, the grandmothers, their moms, um, and, you know, they need some discipline, you know, and sometimes that uh, I'd never say that a woman can't raise a man. Uh, I used to say that um, uh, until I realized I was a man and I was raised by women. So, um, you know, that, that quickly changed when I I really put some thought behind it, but um, you know, they need, it it helps having a man there or a a father figure to uh, relate to, the boys relate to their situations and stories, whether it be girls, whether it be homework, school, sports, um, you know, it's a lot of things that they can relate to. And so, um, yeah, I definitely see myself. And it's, it's really therapy for me, uh, seeing the boys uh, through their, their adolescent years. 
So I have uh, sitting, I have sitting next to me, Sonny, this very seasoned uh, giving, charitable <laughs> giving professional. Um, okay. And um, I, I came home and I told Halima about the gift that um, that St. Augs chapter uh, in, sure. here in, in the Dallas Fort where they were made to son of a saint that enabled two boys to attend St. Aug, right? Yes. Yes. And I know, I know you have more. I know you have more boys than that uh, who go to yeah. different schools because how many you have ten per cohort if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, we we add ten a year. I mean, we have about forty five boys in our program now. Um, oh, forty five. Like total. I said, each of them do with us till they're eighteen. But I mean, they're, they're never really gone. We have two that have graduated. They are there in college. Uh, we got them scholarships, partial scholarships, scholarships. But they come back and they mentor. Um, you know, so they're still with us. Um, but yeah, I mean that. That gift uh, really means a lot to us because, as as you said, I'm a product of – we both are a product of St. Og, and, and we know the discipline in, uh, that was there uh, and that a lot of our boys need, you know, it's an all-male environment. Uh, so what we do is we try to get our boys scholarships to uh, one of the Catholic schools out in New Orleans, um, and majority of them are all-boys schools. Uh, but – you know, St. Aug is very important to me because, matter of fact, you know, it was really the first time I was around um, all black males that really had an interest in uh, my well-being, you know. And also, um, a lot of my friends, I learned from their fathers, right? So even my friends, they would come telling me things that they learned from their dad, so it helped me out. So... St. Aug is very, very dear to me, uh, and it helped a tremendous amount of kids, uh, young men, uh, in the New Orleans area. And so, you know, we love that, you know, you all contribute that to our boys because, look, it's it's about eight to 10000 a year to go to one of these schools. Um, so, you know, we're able to get uh, some funding from the state matched by uh, funding from, from the Dallas-Fort Worth chapter. Uh, which is which is huge for us, uh, and then even a commitment to continue that and ensure these kids uh, graduate. You know, so uh, you know it's 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 a beautiful day. Let the record show that the Saint Augustine High School <laughs> Dallas Fort Worth chapter is great. I just want, it's great. I just want that yes. said for the record. Yes. You know, not every other chapter. Okay, a challenge to Houston and Atlanta, by the way, and uh, there you also go. to. <laughs> So, Sonny, I, I want those who are listening to really understand the gravity of the work that you do. Um, can you share with us a story uh, that just particularly touches your heart of, of, of a young man whose life was changed by going through your program and experiencing your program? I can. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Um, let me filter through uh, quickly. I think... I think a good one. I'm, a good one is probably Kennard Allen. A lot of people know his story. Um, he was he was shot in a drive-by shooting. He was standing on a on his front porch. Mm. Um, I believe it was 2000, 2012 around there. But uh, he was ten years old, and his mm. cousin Brianna, five years old, was actually uh, shot as well, and she died right there at the scene. Mm-hmm. Then a year later. Uh, he was shot again. Uh, there was a Mother's Day sh- shooting where uh, a guy pulled out a gun and shot in a crowd. Twenty people shot. He was hit um, twice during that uh, situation. So, 
he came out all right. Um, you know, three he was shot three different times, three times on two different occasions. His father was stabbed to death. Um, father around that time, and pretty much all his uncles are in jail right now. They, they were taken in by uh, the U.S. Marshals. Actually, one of our mentors actually wind up taking him in um, about a, a couple of years ago. Um, so his situation, he comes from a family of, uh, of uh, criminals, really, um, you know, uh, drugs and kind of negative, negative things. Uh, but he's, um, he's been getting tutoring in our program. Um, he's been to Montreal with us. Uh, he, we probably see him maybe two times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to be, a, he wants to be a scuba diver. So actually on the 24th, um, we're going to, we're going to be taking him, uh, some scuba diving lessons and getting him certified. Uh, he's been, he's had a lot of great experiences in our program. Um, not to say that he's perfect, right? Because they do have the, the kids on the, on the street that, uh, may not be doing positive things and maybe pulling them, trying to pull him towards the streets. So we have to deal with some issues every now and again. Um, but we are there to help him with that. We have one of our mentors actually lives two houses down from, from him. I just renovated a house. Um, and Kennard, Kennard walked in his house. We had dinner there maybe a month ago and he walked in and he said, man, this looks like a, a white person's house. That's what he said. And uh, <laughs> so we, because it's, it's rent- you know, justification has finest, but the owner is a, is a black male. Uh, and so, you know, we just showed, we, we talked to him and said, look, this is, this is uh, what you do because, you know, across the street it's blighted houses, but um, it's being developed. And so, you know, he walked him through the process of uh, an investment um, and he's actually working with him now with, identifying all the states because I had my boys at, at lunch one time and I, I wanted, I said, who's going to name all 50, 50, I mean, all the states. And he said, uh, Kennard listed three. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we, yeah, we've been working on him with identifying all the states. Also, uh, he is n- not reading on his level. He's in eighth grade, but he's probably reading on the fourth grade level. Um, and so we identified that. And so he's getting, uh, services for his reading and, uh, a lot of support, uh, not, you know, for his, his mother, you know, we're trying to help her get a job or we've gotten her a couple of jobs, uh, you know, but it's really being there to support him, um, and anything that's going on. We're actually on the list at school so we can sit in his class uh, they mm. correspond with us just like they do his mother. Um, so he's he's one situation. I've got um, maybe 40, 44 other ones that are similar. So um, it does require a lot of care, and you know, they have you have to we have to check up a lot on the boys because three days goes by and we have no communication. You never know what could happen with some of them. So. Um, uh, I will tell you this, that the first year that the boys are in our program, 
we work primarily on manners. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're talking about eye contact, uh, shake your hand, talking clearly, opening up the doors, um, have etiquette classes. So we, we do etiquette classes once a month at different restaurants um, that mm-hmm. sponsor this for us. So um, really we, the first year they're in a the program, we break down a lot of um, a lot of what they've been taught wrong, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. so as they graduate into the program, when they, let's say they turn 14, then they're older mentors. So they mentor the younger boys. Uh, so they get paired up with a younger boy coming into the program. Uh, we work on um, kind of molding them and preparing them for high school. Once they get into high school, um, we focus on getting them. We try to get them a scholarship, uh, like, I, like I said earlier, to one of these high schools, which have been successful. Um, I believe out of seven of our, actually eight of our boys out of, I think, maybe nine that are in uh, high school now. And we're getting a driver's license, so we, we partnered with Victor Manning uh, Driver's School. We get them a driver's license, um, give them a job. Actually, one of my boys just got one today at one Dixie, uh, another one at Home Depot. So, you know, you got to put some change in their pocket. Um, right. You know, and <laughs> They're in extracurricular activities. We send mentors to their games. Um, and we have a lot of, I mean, I could go on and on about the the uh, the enrichment they're getting just from our partnership with the University of New Orleans. Um, but I can get into that if you want me to. But that's a whole other great program that we have going. Well, it, I mean, it sounds like it's, it's amazing. I'm looking at your website, sonofasaint.org. And one of the key things under what we do that jumps out is we save lives. And, right. you know, look, hearing that story um, and, and certainly looking at the, the profiles and stories of the other young men on the site, um, it, it, it resonates. It's true. You do save lives and particularly in, in what we're seeing today in society with, you know, all the violence and all those, those other things, um, your program just, is that much more needed, um, right. I think, yeah. in, in light of what we're facing today. So um, sure. now you mentioned your partnerships. And, mm. you know, one of the things, uh, my, my background is in fundraising. I've, oh, I've, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've worked in uh, development for a while. And, you know, I well, know that. We need you on our team then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Come on. <laughs> That that'll like be another. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I try to whisper that sometimes. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But but I you know I I understand that and I know firsthand that these types of programs, the work that you do, the 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 capacity to do the work that you do, does not happen by fairy dust or magic. Um, so, so the partners that you have, can you talk to me a little bit about some of the partnerships and the support that you receive and how you make this machine run? Well, we started, uh, with next to nothing, um, to be honest with you. I mean, we just kind of grassroots. I actually wanted the program to be 100% volunteer from its start till whenever it end if it ever did you know like i wanted it to be just completely um uh, a giving organization now year three um (laughs) we had to we we kind of grew bigger than i thought uh we actually grew faster than i thought um probably the first year but uh it required a lot more 
care and dedication to it of me personally. Um, and uh, so I left my full-time job to run Son of a Saint full-time. Um, and so, you know, obviously this, our budget um, is close to a little bit over 400000 So, but a lot of it is in kind. Uh, and so what I mean by in kind is that's tickets to games, that's um, meals, um, clothes, experiences like the Montreal trip, um, like I mean, we took eight kids out there, um, like a trip. We went to a 3,000-acre ranch. I'm sorry, 30,000-acre ranch. Yeah, 30,000-acre ranch in Texas uh, for a week. Um, so all of that uh, marketing, uh, which is a lot of it, it's in kind. We have a commercial in New Orleans, which uh, which is airing at no cost to us. So a lot of that adds up, and you can imagine on a weekly basis of getting a lot of these things um, taken care of, it's, it could add up towards the end of the year. Um, so uh, our partnerships, our biggest partnership is the University of New Orleans. Uh, and I wanted to go to UNO because, one, I graduated from there, but also because the university, um, we want our boys to feel comfortable there. Um and so we partnered with the University of New Orleans Athletic Department, not because, you know, we just want our boys to do rec- recreational things. You know, that's that's kind of that's secondary. Um, it's really the bonding that they would have um, with these uh, men uh, and actually women at at UNO. So, and we primarily partner with the basketball team, uh, but but there's all the athletes, over 160-something athletes that are involved with our boys, we're tutoring them on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. So a lot of the weekend activities um, uh, as well. So with that, you have over 160 athletes, and a lot of them at UNO come from, um, I mean, they're international. So, you know, Hungary, Norway, um, Africa. So our boys are learning about their cultures. Mm. Uh, but also we do everything at UNO. Well, not everything, but we do the majority of things at UNO. So we have access to the tennis facilities, beautiful tennis facilities, swimming uh, pools, um, you know, you name it, basketball courts, a lot of open space at UNO. Uh, even the classes, you know, our boys can can uh, can go to class with these athletes. So it's oh, wow. mentoring not only our boys, but it's kind of this unintentional mentoring of these college athletes too. You know, it's like we're going to Whitney Plantation, which is, the, the, from my knowledge, the only plantation dedicated to the slaves, and we're bringing the mm. men's basketball team and women's basketball team with us. So not only will our boys experience that, but also uh, the athletes. So, and we have office space there. Um, so that's helped us out a lot. Uh, another partnership is, Audubon Nature Institute, so uh, we partnered with them to create a mentorship uh, program where boys are able to get kind of like be junior zookeepers, I guess, or get the back backstage tour, be able to feed animals, care for the animals. Um, so we do that uh, once a week. The boys have a horse. Each, each one of our boys has a horse, um, and it's at Cascade Stables. Um, but somebody wanted to donate a horse to us. 
think like three years ago, and I called oh. up Cascade Stables, the owner, and she said, boy, come over here. <laughs> she, <laughs> so I went over there, and she's, I mean, she's probably about five, five smoking a cigarette. Uh, you know, she out. she's like, it's going to cost you way too much money to have this. You know how much hay, you know, she, she, she goes on and on. She's like, I got 80 horses here. He said, I'm going to give each one of your boys a horse. She said, have them come in small groups, uh, four mm-hmm. or five, no more than five, every Saturday, and we're going to teach them how to ride um, ride uh, the English way, right? And uh, we've been doing that for three years every Saturday. So, you know, not all of our, so not all of our boys love horses, but the majority of them go. And so, you know, if they – I was telling them, if y'all can ride a 1,200-pound horse, y'all can control your anger, you know. So – yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's an amazing partnership that we have. Uh, there's so many, um, so many of the lists that um, are benefiting our boys. Um, like I said, Victor Manning was just getting they sponsor um, driving classes for our boys. That, you know, that's a, a five six hundred dollar cost that mm-hmm. you know their mom may not be able to pay for. And not only that, even if they was the experience, you know, like, what's the priority? You know, is it the lights, is it food, or is it $600 in driver's ed, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so what we do is help that because we don't have to pay for it. Our boys go to class, and, you know, you can imagine a, a 15-, 16-year-old boy getting his license that he may not otherwise get to. He's in his 20s. Um, so it's a lot of independence there. He could help his mom out. He can get a job being a delivery driver, possibly, you know, for, uh, but, and he can get to, to and from places um, and kind of be a support if he has to drop off uh, his siblings or run errands for Son of a Saint because we always have him running errands. <laughs> so but, um, <laughs> that's probably the number one thing right there. I, I always tell him, I say, well, I'm getting y'all y'all license. I better uh, pay me back for all the times I was, I've been picking y'all up, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, there's so much, uh, it's probably not enough time to really talk about everything, but um, there's so much that I know, I know I'm missing out on some, some really, uh, great things, but, um, you know, it's each boy is, is really, really getting a lot and it's really what the the formula my mother used for me. Oh, and mental health services. That's another thing. So, you know, we partner with Children's Bureau of New Orleans and we have other, a couple other partnerships. Um, so the boys get, get counseling um, for some issues they may have, um, which is also important, you know. Um, that's that's a big thing. Um, and I'm not talking about just saying they have ADHD and that's it. I'm talking about really talking about things um, that may be bothering them. We have um, a few male athletes, I mean, I'm sorry, a few male counselors dedicated to our boys. Um, because with me, I actually saw a counselor from when I was 6 to 17, uh, every month, and I had a male counselor, so um, that helped me out tremendously because the boys talk to women every day. You know, their moms, their grandmothers, their teachers, like I said, their sisters, their aunts, um, the neighbors. <laughs> so you know, it's it's good for them uh, to get some one-on-one attention from a male outside mm-hmm. of their coach because their coach has, you know, ten, twenty, thirty, forty um, mm-hmm. boys running around that he's trying to trying to uh connect with you know so uh that's why that's important also 
Now, Sonny, um, as we think about, as you, as you kind of think about the next phase of this or the the next generation of Son of a Saint, Uh-oh. Um, what, what's, what's next? What, and, and how can people support that? How can people support your work? Yeah. What's next? I ask myself that every morning and every night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I only get about five, four or five hours of sleep. But, uh, no, I mean... You know, we want to we want to sustain Son of a Saint, you know, like we want you know, regardless if I'm gone, we want it to, to keep running. Um and so that's what we're really focused on. Um you know, we know we're gonna hit our numbers as far as the board and the program. I mean we're you know, like I said, we had ten a year and ten years we have a hundred boys that were completely changing their lives, you know, and they're they're young leaders in New Orleans and that the other boys in that neighborhood uh, see that and, you know, they grow up with them. So we're going to be taking a lot of kids with us. Um, you know, some programs, I think, I'm kind of getting off topic, but I think some are really about how many you're impacting. Like, I mean, soft impact, you know, you, have, you, know, you help 5,000 kids, you talk to them once. Or with us, we're more like, you know, like I said, we have 100 150, whatever, over, over time, but we're really impacting their families, the families, this generational, you know, completely. Right. Um, and so that's what we're really focused on. Um, and, you know, forming partnerships, like firming up our partnership with the University of New Orleans, because um, this actually, uh, we've been there before, but we have like an official partnership now, now um, mm-hmm. firming that up to where we're at the university. I really like the university model because they have the, they have the resources, you know. Um, they have the resources all right there. So whether it's UNO or the Xavier or Tulane, we have a, a handshake agreement with Tulane as well, athletic department. So, you know, it's really, uh, it's really that. But also branching off into possibly other cities. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really to explain. I mean, it's a global issue, obviously. Um, you know, flawlessness. But there's so many. There's so many causes. Um, but. Uh, I really think that the one with fathers not being uh, at home, um, you know, I mean, that, that's a that's an issue that has plagued the black community for an extremely long time, <laughs> hundreds okay. and hundreds of years. So, um, you know, by by us or some other of someone else. So, you know, right. that's that's an issue that we're trying to. Um, we're, we're we're trying to give a formula of success of how do you uh, fix it a little bit, you know, and maybe some other people will do the same thing and it'll spread out. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That, well, I know. tell you what, man, um, uh, Sonny, your your energy is is really inspirational, man. It's, it's great you. to see what you're doing, and I have to tell you. Um, when you popped up on the BET Awards, I was I was sitting on the couch oh. and I, I I tapped him leaving. I was like, "That's Sunny." And, so, and she was like, "Who's Sunny?" I was like, "That's Sunny." So, uh, yeah. um, and I tell you what, if if you would like to engage us in conversation, it is going to cost you two <laughs> son of a saint dogs from Dad Dog. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got it. You got it. That, yeah, that's hey, a man, great that, You know what? You you can mentor as many boys as you want, but the fact that you have a dog at that dog, uh, no. how cool is that, huh? That is yeah. very cool. So yeah, yeah, so you have 
firm. You have a firm commitment of support from me and Alima. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we yeah, we, I mean, we tried all these little the partnerships. You know, I mean, we we got to get them, and uh, you know, with that dog, a lot of the a lot of kids go there. You know, families, and it's a it's a great hot dog in New Orleans, and we have our yeah. uh, official son of a saint dog that's up there. I mean, it's up there for the year, but it's a recurring thing. So. Uh, as long as we're around, hopefully we'll we'll have our names up there and we'll have our son of a saint dog where proceeds go to us. So, um, no, but we'll definitely next time y'all are, you know, I'll treat y'all to to son of a saint dog. <laughs> you know there are nonprofits all over the place that do what son of a saint is doing, and and for the record, they are all needed. The question is, why is son of a saint so successful? Well, I think it's all about Sonny, his story. And what he has done but even more so his strong vision a vision by the way that he continues to cultivate he's leveraged his education his personal experiences and he's also very centered on the value of mental health and oh by the way he gives a damn he gives a damn about the mentees and their families you know the one thing that probably struck me the most in that conversation is that it's so easy for Sonny to see himself in the mentees. But what can be more important for a leader who wants to ensure that these boys become men? Big thanks to my man, my fellow Purple Knight, Vivian Sonny Lee III. Learn more about Son of a Saint and their capital campaign, A Home for Our Boys. Talk about a big vision by going to sonofasaint.org. And oh, by the way, the video is narrated by one Jaden Simmons, who is a classmate of my son. Both Purple Knights as well. Check out for our edification at eddiefrancis.com. Rate it, follow it, share it with friends, please. For Dr. Halima Leek Francis, I'm Eddie Francis, and you've been listening to For Our Edification. Check you later.